Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. Wow, it's been quite a long time since I have jumped on to say that. Thank you guys for, for joining me during this misty moment. My first time back since having little baby D, who is doing well. She is happy and thriving. She's eight weeks old now and is it's kind of that, that fun fun time because she starts to smile and recognize you when she you know when she hears your voice or you're standing over her and and she'll smile her big old smile and she's cooing and making really fun noises so we're having a lot of fun with little baby D now that she's eight weeks old and um, and things are going really well we have we have a her eight week checkup today and um, of course this is the visit when they want to talk about immunizations and you know those kinds of things and of course administer them if that's what we go with and and that's been the topic of conversation between my husband and I um, the last couple days and and so we're just kind of working through some of that um but otherwise I mean the whole family's doing really well and it's it's nice to be back it's nice to join you guys again um, for a misty moment so thank you for having me I've missed you guys um, so today we're we're talking we're discussing that book The Perfect Moment by Andy Andrews and so I hope that um, a lot of you guys had the opportunity to get the book or download the book. Um, I, it was about a week and a half and it seems to be a little short notice because I think we sold they sold out of the books through Amazon Prime pretty quickly so to get your book in a short amount of time. Um, became a challenge for people so I apologize for that but um, still still get it you can still follow along even if you didn't get the book um, you can still follow along today because we're just gonna recap some things and go through that but first I wanted to kind of share with you why why I sought this book out and chose it for our first time um, back together here with Misty Moment and ultimately it's it's because the holidays are coming, right? We have Thanksgiving and Christmas here before we know it. And I know how hard the holidays can be. I know for, for Trevor and I, um, the holidays tend to lend a lot of stress, a lot of overwhelm, um, and you know, just a lot of emotions that, that most people I think typically have during the holidays. And then you throw on top of it, when your body when your body is fighting against you and you have fatigue and you're in pain or you know doing things is just a challenge getting out the door is just a challenge and then on top of that having to prepare a meal to bring with you or if you're hosting family and having to have your house clean and I mean so many things go into the holidays that can really stress us out so thanks Pam hi guys um and I got to thinking you know about what I want and, and what I want to see over these these next two and a half months and what I want for you guys, what I want for, for Trevor and I and our family and ultimately it's for you guys to really enjoy your time and, and to look forward to being around your family and to, to experience things that maybe you haven't experienced in a long time. And, and just an example of this is in, you know, we talk about Claire all the time because she is She's such a champion. She has a champion mindset and uh, against all odds, we've seen Claire fight through a lot of stuff. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's Claire Wilson. And 
we met Claire just over a year ago and when she started reaching out to us about the victory she was having on all the free programming we were re releasing and she'd been in a power chair for the the previous 10 years to that and she was starting to see some some great breakthroughs and and that was awesome and to see her get up out of her chair and walk even 30 steps um, I think it was she was up to like 300 steps before we ever launched any of our paid for programs and to see her doing that was so, so powerful. But I think where my life changed um, in hearing her story was Thanksgiving last year when she wrote to us and she told us that for the first time in the longest time, she was able to prepare a meal, a Thanksgiving meal for her family. And, and how powerful that was to me to just think through like, wow, you know, she, she had a perfect moment. And she experienced that. And I want I want everybody to experience things like that. Maybe, maybe it's not preparing a meal. Maybe it's just being present with your family and not having the, the discomfort in your body and the restriction that you're experiencing or the stress of the moment take you away from really just enjoying your family this holiday season. And, and that comes from a place of knowing what that's like. Because like I said, Trevor and I experienced that. Um, every year it seems we've we've been under a lot of stress and pressure and health failing us and so many things keeping us from really enjoying the moment and and so I thought that this book would be the first perfect kickoff um to to Misty Moment and um and so for those of you who have had a chance to read through the book you you notice you probably were a little surprised as I was when you received the book to notice just how small it was I mean it's literally like that thick and there's only like a few sentences per page. And so it literally, when Janet um, Jarvis, one of one of our moderators, she, she wrote in the comments that she'd gotten through it in 15 minutes and how impactful it was in that 15 minutes. So it's a very short read. And it's hard to imagine that such a short, thin book, small book could pack such a powerful punch. So I wanna know, those of you who have read it, um, how many of you were surprised how impactful that short little read was just in the first run through? I mean, I've, I've read it now, um, a few times and I was, I was completely surprised at how, how thought provoking it was, um, just in my first go through. And I knew once I tackled these questions that it, it was going to be even more so. So if you haven't already and you have the book or you're getting the book, don't don't just read the book and be done with it cuz reading the book yes it's going to it's going to help you change your perspective on a lot of things and it's going to do a lot for you but um yeah it was it was short and sweet but those questions going deeper into the questions and the things that he has you process through are going to be the difference between how, just regaining some new perspective and truly living out the next few months and the next year of your life enjoying and seeking out those perfect moments and, and, and becoming a person that you enjoy being around and that others enjoy being around, you know? And, and I say that because Andy Andrews takes us through, you know, the, the book starts out with him sharing a story about an experience he experienced with his son where the, the, the moment was just perfect. And his son pointed it out that the sun was just low enough that the, it wasn't in their eyes so they could throw the football together and, his dad had thrown the perfect pass and he had caught it and the soft was the sand was soft enough that he could land in it without getting hurt and you know like it was the perfect temperature not too hot not too cold and his son pointed out how perfect that moment was which caused Andy to have to reflect you know on wow 
this really was a perfect moment, you know, like he no he noticed there was no discomfort in his body. He noticed, you know, like all all the the good things that the moment had to offer. And it cost him to really think through how many perfect moments he had missed in his lifetime. Because how easy is it for us to notice the things that are going wrong? And, you know, like and he he mentioned this and I so relate to it, but you know, when when your socks are wet or damp, you notice that. You notice how uncomfortable you are or you know, you, when you're driving down the road, you slow down and pay attention to an accident on the road or paying attention to the news and all these hurricanes. Um, and for those of you that are in Florida, my heart goes out to you guys that are, that are impacted by the latest storm, tropical storm that we had in hurricane. But, you know, you, you pay attention to the news and you pay attention to all the, the negative stuff, the things that are, that are taking you away from focusing on the positive. Or in my case, you know, like, my, my kids are, have become very crafty lately and they want to color and cut and do all kinds of crafty things. And all I can pay attention to are the scraps of paper on the floor. And I'm missing out on, on how happy and excited they are about the new creation that they created. And, you know, and he mentioned like chocolate on the couch. Oh my gosh, I can relate to that. You know, it's like the watching my little kids and their enthusiastic eating and all I see is the mess. And not how much they're enjoying that candy bar or the spaghetti that I made. Or, you know, I'm seeing the stuff dribbling on the shirt or, you know, things like that. And and I just find, like, I have to. How many moments in this life have I missed out on? Um, the perfect moments. And, and when he talks about perfect, and this is really important if you guys missed this or for those of you who don't have the book, um, he... Perfect is unattainable, right? The the true definition of perfect is is unattainable. And so I really like how Andy Andrews defined perfect. And he said, perfect is the best something can possibly be. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. It's really good to see you. Um, so if you think about that, you know, the best something can possibly be. Well, we all have different circumstances. We all have different um things going on in our lives and in our bodies with our health and all kinds of things. So if you think about it, perfect as the best something can possibly be, he took us through, okay, to identify that, you have to de decide what's important to you. And he gave us some examples of what were important to him. And and I took from, from what he said was important to him and I, I kind of worked through it myself. And for me, and I'll just give you kind of some of my examples, um, what's important to me, and this is on page 39 for those of you who are following along, um, family. Having family around to share these moments with. Having Isla, Brielle, Trevor, or Danica, or all together or one at a time, available to just share in a moment together. Um, a clutter-free environment. You know, my house doesn't have to be spotless. That's that's unattainable. That's a perfection I can't attain right now. Um but, you know, not having every single surface with stuff on it, you know, like so a clutter-free environment, that's important to me um, just because it helps me to think clearly and not feel like I have this pressure to organize and wipe clean and put things away, you know, just to have some surfaces of free counter space, you know, um, health and physical comfort where I'm just physically well enough to enjoy the moment where there's no nagging like I had this strain in my neck. I couldn't even turn to the left the other day to look over my shoulder at my kids in the back seat, you know, that I'm free of those kinds of restrictions in my body, um, that are just nagging pains that a chiropractor could fix, you know, um, or a good massage. 
and time. The ability to be present in the moment without feeling pressured by other, by other commitments or tasks or things that I need to be getting done. Just being free of that. You know, those, those are some things that are, that are important to me that if they come together, it truly is the perfect moment. And Andy says, you know, you could be missing one of those things and it still comes together to create the perfect moment. For example, last night I had one of these perfect moments with my family and it was such a cool experience because you know, all of us, Danny was in her bouncy chair on top of the counter to, on top of the table because there was enough room on the tabletop, which doesn't happen very often, especially with all the crafts we do in my house. Um, so there was room for me to put her on the tabletop. And then me and Isla and Brielle sat around and we were coloring a Halloween picture. Each of us had our own picture and we were had our markers out and we were coloring together. And Trevor was sitting at the other end of the table working in the Facebook groups and on Kajabi answering your, your questions in the membership. But we were all just sitting around the table. Danny wasn't fussing. The kids weren't whining or complaining about anything. And we were truly just enjoying each other in that moment. And I could have gotten irritated because I'm coloring and, and Brielle kept leaning on my arm that I color with, you know, on my right arm. And it would cause me to color out of the lines. And, you know, and I could have gotten irritated with that. But instead, I, I chose to focus on how excited she was. And she was like, Mom, you're doing a really great job. Mom, you're doing a really good job. You're, doing, you're the best colorer in the world. And then every two seconds, they were wanting to show me the next part of the picture that they colored. And, and Trevor was there to enjoy this moment. And it was just that perfect moment together as a family where we, where we all were content and we were all just happy to be sharing that moment together. And, and I wonder... Had I not read this book, would I have even taken the time away from what I should be doing to, to enjoy that moment? Would I have created that moment? Um, probably not. I, knowing me, I would have chose to get dinner going so I can get ahead of dinner, knowing that the baby was going to be fussing. I would have, you know, chose to do something else that I felt I should be doing any other day. But today I was like, you know what? The kids are coloring. I should sit down and color with them. And Trevor happened to be at the table. And it was just that perfect moment that was created. And I love, love, love that. And I I want to share too, and without getting too, going too, getting too wordy with all of this, but I really like the story that Andy shared. And if you've read The Noticer, you're familiar with this story. But, um, Andy met this gentleman when Andy was homeless and living under a bridge named Jones. And Jones was an older man. And um, Jones invited him to have a feast with him. And so out, out by the pier. And so Andy goes and he sits down. He's in his 20s. And he sits down to have dinner with him. And they, they eat sardines and Vienna sausage in the sand out, you know, out at the beach. And Andy's getting a little irritated. Like, what the heck? This is not a feast. And he made a comment on that. And Jones said to him, incidentally, and this is all on perspective, incidentally, you ate sardines and Vienna sausage in the sand while I dined on surf and turf with an ocean view. And, and I thought that was really powerful, you know, because it all boils down to perspective and, and how you're perceiving the moment. Or what are you choosing to focus on? Are you choosing to focus on the fact that you're sitting sitting in the sand eating, you know, nasty sardines and Vienna sausage? Or do you want to choose the fact that you have this gorgeous ocean view out in front of you? You have 
somebody that you're sharing, like great company sitting next to you that you're sharing this with, you know, like, so where, where, where am I like focusing my attention on? Is it on all the things that, you know, my kids aren't doing right versus how happy they are and how well adjusted they are and the good report that I got at school, you know, like I, um, I got this, we get newsletters from our kids' school and something hit me really hard before even reading this book. And it was their teacher who's fostered like 30 kids over her, her lifetime from all different countries, including the five children that she raised. And she put a little blurb in there about what she would do different if she had it to do over again, if she could start over with her kids. And she said she would focus less on making sure that they're doing everything right and on, you know, on that they're on disciplining them and correcting them all the time and you know all of that and and spend more time getting messy with them playing in the dirt with them you know watching them just experience life and and it was so it was so powerful for me to read because I feel like I've been spending so much time trying to make sure that my kids are very well behaved and that they're keeping their room clean and that their clothes are staying clean and that you know like that they're not too loud and they're not too much of this, too much of that. And, and really what I, I want to do is just enjoy them because they're going to be young for just a short amount of time. And so that just played really well with, with these, this perfect moment book that we, we have gotten. So, um, he then took us through in page 52, um, thinking through some things that you often take for granted. And I'd be curious in the comments, um, if anybody wants to share some of the things that it, surprise them that maybe that they didn't realize they were taking for granted after going through this. Um, I think for me, just to share a couple things, like I think I often take for granted that I'm physically able to do things. And although, you know, with pregnancy and having been diagnosed with RA, when my knee flares up or, you know, with my hands aching and stuff like that, like I focus on those things. I focus on, I focus on the discomforts that I have and when my hips were really bothering me during my pregnancy, I focused on that and I, I, I allowed it to keep me from doing things and things that I very well could do, but because it was uncomfortable for me, I just, I just didn't do them. And, and I think that I, I take for granted that I'm physically able to get out of bed in the morning, you know, and, and get moving to clean and cook for my family um, and assist, to assist my husband with, you know, the business operations. And I'm physically able to do these things. I have a sound mind. And although my body aches at times and I, I go through my own physical challenges, like it doesn't keep me from doing things, from being able to do the things that I want and need to do for my family. Um, and I think I take that for granted, especially after Summit. Oh my gosh, you guys, my, my life was changed at Summit meeting so many of you and, and seeing your willpower and your drive to, to even tackle the challenge in many cases, for those of you who came alone, especially how hard that was, you know, to, to get everything together, to get to the airport, to fly out here, to get from the airport to the hotel and to make your way around. Like, I know, I know that that was challenging and I just, my life watching that and seeing that, you know, not letting that those challenges stopped them from living the life and getting out and doing the things that they wanted to do that you guys wanted to do was so, so powerful. Um, I think I often take for granted that, um, 
that we have heat coming through our vents and we have water coming through our pipes, that we have gas in our cars to drive us places, you know, like oftentimes I find myself focusing on stuff that just doesn't matter. And like Andy Andrews calls it things that aren't true, you know, that, you know, that I, I have to go do these things or I have to, that will, I'm so grateful that I have a car that will take me to go do these things that I have to do, that I have to go to the grocery store. Well, I have the money to buy groceries. That's huge, you know? So rather than focusing on the fact that I have to go do something that is, I feel is taking time away from me, well, I have the ability to go buy groceries. I have the ability to physically get in my car to drive there and I and and to load the groceries into to get back home again. Like, it's, it's really crazy, all the things that I, I take for granted. And I mean, my list is extensive, and I'm sure some of your guys' are as well. Um, yeah, like it, it is, Danielle. It's, it's all about perspective. Um, and, and I like that he's taking us through this. And I honestly need to go through it again because there's so much more that I want to add to it now that I've had the opportunity to discuss it with Trevor and read through this a few times. And then he walks us through how can, what can we do, um, some steps that we can take to creating an environment conducive to perfect moments. And he takes us through some questions and I'm just going to read these out for you guys so you can start thinking about it. But, um, what excites, what excites you more than anything? And, and for me, I will share that what excites me, that was a hard one for me to answer. I think because I've been in this place of complacency maybe and just you know child rearing and you know like hormonally off and you know financially under a lot of stress over the last few years and physically under a lot of stress these last few years I think I lost sight of what what does excite me so I had to dig in really deep to find find an answer to this and I'm ashamed to admit that because I'm the person who's telling you, dig into your heart, find, find your dreams, your hopes, your goals, your, you know, what are your desires? What are the things that you want and, and that you just can't ever shake, right? I'm the person who tells that to you all the time. And it was very humbling to me that I could not just easily come up with an answer of what excites me more than anything. I mean, there's a lot of things that I enjoy and that I love and that I'm passionate about, but what really excites me? And so one, one thing that I finally realized that excites me is a date night with my husband. Like I get excited about the prospect of getting to go on a date night with my husband. And even better, when I have an entire hour, hour and a half, even two hours, or just unlimited amount of time to get ready for a date night with my husband. As silly and cheesy as that sounds, like I just, I, I, I and, and not to be super, like I'm, it's not about vanity, it's just being able to turn on some music, you know, take as long of a shower as I want to, and turn on some music and just be alone in that moment listening to music while I put makeup on and I curl my hair and I brush my teeth and I, I do everything to make me feel good about myself. But while I'm doing that, it's seriously a time of reflection that I don't generally get as a mom with three young kids and a business owner and a partner with my husband. Like I don't get a lot of time to just be alone with myself and love on myself. And so I get super excited being like, okay, I'm going to go out with my husband. I want to look hot for my husband because he deserves that. But I want to take my time really enjoying this time with myself. And so I just really get, get excited um, for that. That's what excites me more than anything. And for you, that may be completely different. You know, it may be getting the opportunity to, to just go hang out on the beach with your husband or with your kids or by yourself reading a good book. Like that's something that only you can decide. And then the next question is, what people 
do I particularly enjoy being around? You know, what people do you enjoy being around? And maybe it's not specific people. Maybe it's kinds of people. What kind of people do you enjoy being around? And for me, you know, like I was able to name some specific people in my life that I really truly enjoy being around. And, you know, my brother. I love spending time with my brother and his wife. Like, they, they're, they're just people who get me, and I get them, and I enjoy it. We can laugh and be silly and, not, and be judgment-free. We can talk about really matters of the heart and things that really matter in a judgment-free environment. And that is huge for me, you know? Like, I like to be around people who have vision and who are working for something outside of just the normal nine to five schedule, but they're, they're, they're wanting to do something with their life and, and make a difference, whether it's a different career path or it's just hobbies that they love and are passionate about. Like I love to be and have meaningful conversations with people about just doing life and doing life abundantly. And, and you know, so I, I love that, those kinds of people. The third question is, if this were your last day, what would you do? Um, and this one is is really powerful. And I, you know, of course, I, w I would want to be with my children for a good most of that day individually and just pouring into them and hearing their hearts and, you know, things that they love and want to talk about. And as Trevor said, you know, earlier when he shared, he'd, he'd want to know, he'd want to memorize their scent, you know, and just hear their sweet voices and, you know, just experience experience them individually and let them know just how much they are loved and adored and treasured and, you know, and to share, share our faith with them and how much God loves them. And, you know, all of those things are the things that I would want to do with my children. And you know what I wanted, how I'd want to end my day with a big old party. Like I would just love to throw the biggest party with people who have come and gone in my life, people who are still on my, my entire family, people that I love and that love me, um, and just have a huge party where we could laugh and celebrate and dance and, you know, just enjoy each other's company, where I could share my testimony, my my life and how, how God has so impacted my life, you know, and, and be able to go out to spend the last few hours of my life just enjoying people and, and being impacted by them and impacting their world too, adding value to their world. Like that would be, that would be huge for me. Um, so how would, you know, if this was your last day, how would you spend it? What would you do with your last day? And then it goes through a series of questions um, that reflection, um, and this is where we end, is just reflecting over the last year. And Andy Andrews has, has us go through a series of questions and I'm not gonna dive in deeper into these. I really, I really think each of us individually need to go through these um, pretty in depth. Um, it would take me probably two hours to get through this all with you guys. But um, so I'm just going to read these questions to you. For those of you who don't have um, the book, this, these will be some good reflection points for you. But over the past year, the experience you've been most grateful for is. So what have you been most grateful for over the last year? And the person you've been most grateful for over the last year is. And I do want to, I do want to share what I wrote here because Trevor and I both have the same person. Um, and that's Ken. Those of you, um, maybe who are new may not know who Ken Allen is, but Ken is, you know, our chief strategist officer or whatever we call him, but he's so much more than that. He, he believed in us before he was even part of the MS gym. And he has been such a grounding source for Trevor. Um, and 
he, the value he has added to our lives and, and to Trevor is unmatched. And so we're, we are both so grateful for Ken and just the MS gym would not be what it is today if not for Ken, because he allows Trevor the opportunity to be creative and, and to not worry so much about the fine details so that Trevor can go and he can deliver to you the best programs possible, the best heartfelt motivation me Monday messages possible. And which then allows me to, to be a wife to him more so than just a sounding board and somebody who's talking him off the ledge half the time because the stress can become super overwhelming. So super grateful for Ken. Um, what is the lesson you've been most grateful for over the last year? Um, and number four, the moment when you were most passionate and excited about life over the last year, what was that? Um, and what was the best memory that you've created over the last year? Oh, thanks, Fran. Um, the skill that you've gained over the last year that um, you will need most going forward is, you know, it's, it's hard to think that we gain new skills, right? Hold on, Brielle. I'm almost done, baby. Um, what, you know, like to think that you gain new skills every year, like you kind of forget that you're getting more and more skills. Like I know I have. So really think through that. Like the, what are the skills that you've gained over the last year that you're going to need most going forward? And let's see, what was your proudest accomplishment this year? What was it? And what was the thing that has robbed you most of time and energy over the last year? That's an important one. I know for Trevor and I, we've allowed a lot of things to rob us of time and energy. And, and Ken would attest to this, you know, because we've made some decisions that if we had to do over again, we would definitely change because some, some, decisions we've made have robbed us of time and energy and have taken away. And, and so that, that causes us to have to think smarter and make some better decisions in this next year so that we can have those perfect moments and not be robbed of those perfect moments because we're distracted by things that we don't need to be distracted by. Um, and, and number nine, I would have enjoyed life 100% more if I had only so if you'd only done one thing, you know, how, how would you have enjoyed life more? If you had, you know, what would you change? What would you add? What would you do differently? Um, my loved ones would have better known my love if I had only. And I think that one goes back to the, my children, you know, like being so critical of them, trying to make them be these perfect little kiddos, like Isla recently, you know, with, with just having a little baby and sleep deprived and, you know, feeling a bit overwhelmed, I, I've been irritable and I have lacked patience with my kiddos. And, and she pointed that out to Trevor and it broke my heart. I don't want to cry. I cry every misty moment, but for her to be like, is mommy okay? You know, like that breaks my heart because I'm so proud of my kids and I want them to know how proud of them I am. And I don't want them to remember me as being overwhelmed and stressed out, you know? And so I think that they would better know my love if I would just relax a bit and not, not be on their case or so focused on them, not making a mess or not doing something that's going to inconvenience me and really just lived in the moment with them. Um, and the world would have seen the difference I could have made if I had only blank. 
Oh, thank you, Fran. I appreciate that. I, I love my babies and, you know, but I'm not perfect. I think, you know, everybody wants to be looked at as if they're like super mom, you know, and I fail more than I succeed, but I think that this is really going to help me to focus on the things that matter and, and not being so hard on, on my kids. And, you know, so I appreciate that. Um, so what, what could you, if you, let me just read this again. The world would have seen the difference I could have made if I had only. So I want you to really think through that question. And then number 12 and the last one, if I could change one thing, it would be. So this, I mean, this book, it, I mean, we just went through the first half of the book, right? And, and this is all focusing on the past, you know, on things that we, we can change and do different and focus on differently. And I'm really, really excited about the, the next chapter, the next several pages, because it's going to walk us through. And now, now what do we do with all this information? Where do we go from here? And how do we create the environment, like the steps we need to take to create the environment so that we can truly find these perfect moments. Because there's a lot of them in every single day. There's not just one perfect moment, right? Like there's, there's not, there's perfect moments throughout the day that if we could just focus on those and grab hold of those, then all the other crap that we have going on in our world, whether it's financial or it's relationship and, um, or it's our health and, it's the, all the different challenges we face in the day would seem so much less like they, they wouldn't be so insurmountable. I guess I would say if we could focus on these, the perfect moments that come our way and watch for them and be aware of them and notice them. And so I'm really, really excited over next week because next week we'll cover the rest of the book where we get the tools to do that. So before we, before we get to next week, I really want you to take some more time. Even if you've already answered these questions, just take some time over the next couple of days to reflect. Reflect on your answers. Maybe you need to add to it. Um, I know I do. I know that um, even as I talk through it now, like there's so much more that I need to add to it. But again, I want each of us, all of you guys, to have the best holiday season that you've had maybe ever, but surely since being diagnosed, maybe even as an adult, right? Because, uh, you know, you, we become adults and we somehow we start losing sight of all these perfect moments and we stop enjoying the moment for what it is. So I really, really want us to go into the holiday season looking and seeking out perfect moments, creating, because it, it can be created. It's not just something that happens to us. We're creating an environment conducive for experiencing these perfect moments. So let's do that together. Let's see how many of us, and my goal is for 99.9% .9 of us to go into this holiday season expectant on experiencing so many perfect moments that this truly does become the best holiday season that we've had. And, um, and I want to hear about them. I want to hear from you as you go through and you're like, oh man, had I not read this book or had we not had this discussion, I would have missed this moment. I would have missed it, but here's what happened. I want to hear those, you know, if you're in the free Facebook group, like put them, put them in this thread, you know, go back to hashtag Misty moment and find this video. And in the comments, I want to hear your perfect moments that you experience as a result of just becoming aware and, and working through these exercises. I want to hear those. If you're in members only corner, 
you have more room to share in there. You know, you could post pictures or images or videos of you just sharing your story about the perfect moment that you had. Like, share those with me because that would bless me tremendously. And I, I just want to know how this has impacted you. So please, if you wouldn't mind doing that, and if it's okay um, for me to share your, your perfect moments, if you share them with me, please let me know because I would be honored to do that. But that is, that is really it for today. I, I challenge you to continue working through these exercises and then, um, and then we'll get started in the next couple days with the rest of the book on how we can create these moments. So I love you guys. Thank you for letting me share this time, time with you. I hope I didn't go too long. I tend to get a little wordy, but I've missed you. So forgive me for, for the amount of time I've taken of your day. But have a wonderful day. You guys are a blessing to me. You're a blessing to Trevor and I both. And we just love getting to do life with you. Even if it's just virtually, you guys are incredible. So keep that up. Keep loving on each other and encouraging each other. And we will look forward to next week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.